0: For taking time again out of your busy schedule to join me on the podcast today. We're gonna transition into a new topic this time, and this is gonna be a little different. And it was birthed out of an event where this past weekend I spoke for a group out of Tunisia. Yep, Tunisia, and we had a a really basic set of Q&A that we were focusing on during that event. And a lot of it revolved around those who were just getting into UX, people who were making career changes, people who were launching out who had heard about UX and wanted to get involved. And a question came up. That question was, can anybody learn UX? Can anybody be a UX professional? And ever since I, I spoke at that event and, and answered several questions, the video is now available on YouTube. It it really stuck with me. It, it continued to to just resonate, and so I thought, hey, we we just finished a series on the world of UX. How about I spend some time covering the subject? So, you want to be a UXer? That's going to be our subject for the next three weeks, including today. And I want to look at becoming a UXer from from different angles. Some a bit. We're, we're gonna we're gonna stray from the norm a bit. We're gonna cover some things that you might not normally hear. And I want to cover things to give people a nice, grounded, really sober frame of mind, a sober set of topics to cover for those who were interested in user experience. We may even touch on some things for people who might not necessarily want to be in UX but maybe you're just looking at at getting more involved with user experience at your organization. so so we're going to look at some some different things and today, as is my my custom, I like to get the heavier more critical things out of the way first. For that reason, Uh, This week, we're going to focus on hard truths about becoming a UX professional, and let's start with that question. Can anybody be a UX professional? Can anybody learn UX? There are several angles to come at with this, and I'll give you the short and the quick answer first, and the short and the quick answer is that in general, yes, yes. Anybody who wants to learn about UX, anyone who is interested in embarking upon a UX career, there is nothing to stop you. But let me show you part of what I mean by the fact that I said that this is general. Anybody can pretty much do anything you want. I mean, it's sort of a funny question when you think about it, to the extent that when someone asks, can anybody do it? I really sort of wish that people would be a little bit more specific. And and I'm not talking about the people that were at the event this past week. I addressed this question quite a bit. And I may have heard 30, 40, or 50 people ask, can anybody do UX? Can anybody get into it? And every time you hear somebody say it practically, they're saying it from a different perspective themselves. There are, many of them are saying, hey, I'm interested in UX. Do you think this is something I can do? but everybody's not saying that <laughs> that is probably the most honorable way to present that question but that's not what everybody is saying and thinking so when i approach this tonight and everything that i say tonight is going to revolve around that concept of can anybody do it and, and and i want people to really digest these different angles so think about it again can anybody Get into UX, is there anything stopping anybody? Absolutely not. Except yourself. Now, now we're taking a step in the in the direction away from the norm. If you are interested in being in user experience, there is absolutely no reason that you cannot be again in general. However, there are some things that you might want to consider. Because going into ux is no different than in general from that angle can anybody be a uxer well anybody can be a doctor anybody can be a fireman anybody can be a police officer you're starting to see what i'm getting at it's uh, uh, the first aspect is that anybody can pretty much do anything you want because it's a free country but that does not mean that you should and this is something that, it, that is happening in UX today. If you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you've heard me talk about how that I'll say that UX has been under siege for several years. And one of the reasons that UX is under siege is because a lot of people have that, hey, can anybody be a UXer? I want to be a UXer. And then when the doors open that they can walk into it, they do. But they never stop to qualify themselves. I mentioned a moment ago, anybody could be a doctor, anybody could be a police officer, anybody could be a fireman, anybody can be a hairdresser, anybody can be a botanist, anybody can be a chemist, and nobody's stopping you but you. And and when you think about that, anything that you or I set our sights on doing in our lives, we shouldn't just do it because we want to, we need to count the cost, What is it going to take for me to become that? We need to ask ourselves, do I have the personality for this thing? Do I have the patience for it? Do I really have an appetite for it? Is it really something that I would enjoy? And all of these things speak to the fact that people need to learn about user experience before they really dive into it. There there are some basics about user experience that people need to know up front, and then after you get past those basics, then there's another level of information that you need to really qualify whether or not this is really for you. Anybody can be a UX professional, but that doesn't mean you're made for it. It doesn't mean that it's going to love you. It doesn't mean it's going to love you back. Those of us that have selected it and we fit, it doesn't love us back all the time. So if you don't really love what you're doing and you run into a brick wall, you run into some obstacles, you have some unpleasant times, if you don't really love what you're doing, you will get up and walk away. So please, if you're thinking about getting into UX, make sure that you qualify yourself. So there are four points I want to make in the time that we have left here today to cover these hard truths about becoming a UX professional. Number one, it's not a piece of cake. A lot of people say, hey, I want to be a UX professional. And as I said, people say that a lot of times and they're saying different things. Some people say, I want to be a UX. Can anybody be a UX professional? I want to be a UX professional. And when some people say that, they have already conceived in their mind that it really doesn't take any effort to be a UX professional, that when they say anybody can do it, they're saying, man, I can boil a hot dog, man, I, can, I know how to put air in a tire. They think that UX is just that simple. I mentioned on a previous podcast, previous episode, UX is not this little commoditized mode of operation. UX has four main pillars, usability and heuristics, information architecture, UX research and interaction and interface design. When a person is learning about UX, when a person is involved in UX, they could be a specialist where they're only focusing on one area or they could be the kind of person that has actually uh, been involved for a while, spread their wings, and they're doing a lot of uh, engaging in a lot of the the methods, methodologies, the deliverables. They're, they're engaged in all four of the pillars and a lot of the subsets within those pillars. And so, so when you start out, you're, you're not going to be working on all of those pillars. It takes time, which is another one of my points uh, of the four. UX takes time. It's not a piece of cake. I'm going to blend these two together. It's not something that it's not just like going and putting air in your tire. It's not that simple. A lot of people out there are saying you can learn how to do UX in six months. That's interesting because none of the people who are first gen UXers, and it wasn't called UX when many of us started doing it, but we still refer to it as UX now from a retrospective angle. It didn't take us six months. People who were coming on board and learning UX today, it doesn't take them six months. People who came on board and started doing UX five years ago, it didn't take them six months. It's not going to take you six months now. UX is a science and it is so complex that again, it's going to take time. So when you get on board, you're going to need to learn about a specialization, As well as the overarching, you're going to have to have a wide perspective. But when it comes to the work that you're doing, you're not going to be able to do everything. You're not going to walk off the street and start working on information architecture. You're not going to walk off the street and you think you're doing interface design. You think you're doing UI work. And don't forget, UI is not UX. It's a subset. And UX is not UI. UI. But there are people who think that they're doing visual design work and they have absolutely no knowledge of interaction principles. (laughs) None whatsoever. So, if a person doesn't know anything about interaction design principles and they try to design, they're going to fall short. A lot of people today try to design interfaces and they don't know anything. They don't know anything about heuristics, they don't know anything about usability. They don't know anything about how to create a call to action. They don't know anything about how to validate designs. They don't know anything about the rules associated with design. They don't know anything about persuasive design. Anybody can can design an interface. It doesn't mean that that interface works. So it's not a piece of cake. You're not just going to walk through the door and start doing things. You need to start building your acumen you need to build your knowledge and as you apply that knowledge and you practice applying that knowledge now you're building skill and now you're growing but it takes time you're not going to sneeze a design out it simply is not going to happen you can ideate you can you may even come up with something and somebody says they like it but you got to think about it when somebody says they like your design who are they because if they don't know anything about design Anybody can say that they like something. It doesn't mean that it's accurate. It doesn't mean that it's valid. You can find 20 people that will pat you on the back and and say that you're the best thing since sliced bread, as they say. But if those people are not qualified, what they said does not have weight. Have you ever heard about weighted responses? Do you realize that when, if five people respond to what you're doing, their expertise the degree of expertise that those people have should actually give their responses weight. So you could have four people that say, Hey, this is great. Thumbs up. But none of them know anything. So their answers, while you, they are indeed responses. Those responses are light when it comes to whether or not their responses should be weighted. If the fifth person is an expert and knows what's going on, backwards and forwards and they say no even though everybody says yes that person's response outweighs what everyone else said how many people know about that those in research should but we have today people who have gone down paths in ux they didn't learn ux the right way they've been practicing the wrong things they've been tapping into into tainted sources And it really is a shocker when people find out that they don't know what they thought they knew. So you want to realize that if you're coming on board with UX, not trying to stop anybody, we're always just trying. Remember, we're not gatekeepers. The accusation of gatekeeper usually comes from people that don't know what UX is, and they're just trying to feel good about what they're doing. They're trying to escape that reality that, you know, you really didn't know what you thought you did. And yes, that company hired you, but they didn't know anything about UX either. (laughs) <laughs> and that happens a lot, folks. So it's not a piece of cake. Be ready to buy in for the long haul. You really want to be a UXer? Get ready to make the journey. Don't fall for the marketing scams out there. Don't fall for the draw to try to get you to sign up for anywhere from seven dollars to $25,000 to take a six-month course when really you could learn the same exact things by reading articles on on the internet, you, you actually literally could. A lot of us, when we first came up in UX, we didn't have anybody to teach us, the vast majority of us. And we actually learn things by reading books and by practicing what we studied in the books. And that's how that that's how self-study is is conducted. And you develop your again, you get your knowledge, you practice, and then you develop skill. And we didn't pay seven dollars to $25,000 for that. And people like me, uh, even people who've been around longer than me, <laughs> the, the, the experts of the day were all self-taught. Interesting, isn't it? And, and so you can achieve that without paying all that money. And it's not that a lot of those places have a bad idea. It's just executed the wrong way. So just keep that in mind. The third point. You have to have a certain personality type. A lot of people today are coming into UX because they like the money. They heard about the money. They like the money. Uh, They like the idea of being able to help put together designs. Well, that's cute, but that's not the reason for it. UX is a discipline that revolves around passion. It revolves around the desire to solve problems if you like puzzles, if you like coming up with solutions, those are a couple of the personality traits that, that are required. If you are patient, that will help you. UX requires patience. UX requires a, a committed mindset. People who are committed to to engaging in things for the long haul will be better suited for functioning as UX professionals. So you have a desire to solve puzzles, you're passionate, because passion will drive you in UX. You can ride your passion your entire career. There's nothing worse, many times, than a UX person that just doesn't care (laughs) about anything but getting a check. We don't need that mentality in, in the world of UX. It just doesn't fit, it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for the user. It doesn't work for your organization. So, you don't wanna do it. You don't wanna chase the money, and you, you don't wanna have any of these. You don't wanna be void of any of these concepts. In addition, it pays to, and you can develop this last one for sure, it pays to have sound levels of emotional intelligence. And this is something that I'm an advocate for. You can go to SlideShare and you can find uh, uh, decks from talks that I've delivered on emotional intelligence you can take emotional intelligence quizzes the one at mind tools is one of my favorites because it's very quick and it gives you a high level view of where you are and can give you some really good insights about where you might need to develop when it comes to emotional intelligence but if you're void of it you're not only are you going to have trouble but people who do not embrace emotional intelligence really don't do well when it comes to to user experience practices. If you are a narcissist, you're not going to do well. If you are a mean person, you're, you're not going to do well. If you don't have attention to detail, if you're not resilient, you're not going to do well. If you're a hater, you're not going to do well because you're not going to be a good team member because you always want to be the one that comes up with the solutions. So, it does take a certain personality type so make sure that you are in a good position there and again i highly recommend that you take tests to confirm where you are from an emotional intelligence standpoint it was it was really interesting i was i gave my talk once to a team where i used to work and when i gave the the talk there was a segment in the talk where People went to the Mind Tools website and they took a little 15-minute or so emotional intelligence quiz to evaluate themselves. When people saw the responses that they got, they were livid. And then they said, Darren, what was your score? And my score was, I'm I'm not toot my own horn, I'm telling you the truth, my score was off the charts. And they wanted to basically like destroy me they immediately went into this, this. I mean, there was a riot is the way that I I describe what happened that day. Why would you be upset because somebody else scored well and you did not? So not good. And it's really a sign that, well, that, the test sure was accurate, wasn't it? Because if you want to destroy somebody else because they're doing well and you're not, you simply lack emotional intelligence. And that needs to be either resolved or you won't be a good user experience person or any other job that requires empathy. And by empathy, I'm talking about putting yourselves in someone else's position, looking at something from someone else's perspective, having mental models in place to know what people expect and to consider that and get to care about it when you're doing the work associated with it. That's all really empathy really is. People are fighting about what empathy is and what it is not. That's what empathy is from a UX perspective. I actually mentioned the fourth point, so I don't have to go over it in great detail here, but I guess it, it bears being repeated here as we're signing off for the day. Please don't chase after UX for the money. It's uh, UX is a generally a well-paying uh, job. It's a well-paying career. But if you do anything for the money, whether it's being a, law, a lawyer, a doctor, or, or anything, if you chase the money, you're not going to do well so make sure if you want to be a uxer today make sure you're doing it for the love of the discipline make sure you have a passion and make sure you care and that's a great foundation to lay we will dive into two other segments in the next two weeks so that's all the time though folks that we have for today so this is the world of ux and your host darren hood signing off happy UXing, everybody!